In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. Bad vibes. Bad vibes. Bad vibes with Talia and Alexis. I think I need to like read your chart because there might be something happening where like all your health issues are like compounding. I always blame my when things are going wrong in my life on some sort of spirituality, but it's not like zodiac shit. Interesting. I think it's like karma. I do have like karma past relatives. I really do think that the people who've passed in my life are very influential to like what's going on in my life really i'm that's the one i've never gotten into that like past lives i'm not there yet oh no no not past lives like the people in my life who've died yeah like like still no oh wow no because i don't know i'm just like so told growing up so much like that they're watching you from heaven yeah and i don't like same i was i was that was very ingrained in me but i do believe that i have like very i'm very like conscious like i do feel like they're very much here and i do feel like I'm being like, I don't know, one of them is mad at me or something. Or like karma. I don't know. The karma is what's being like me. taught a lesson. You're definitely being taught a lesson. That's how everything is. Like, yeah. it's so fucking annoying. I'm really fucking tired of being an adult and having <laughs> shit happen to me. And then be, oh, well, look what you learned from this. Like, yeah. no, I'm actually really upset. Yeah, no, I get it. I, I, there are some lessons that I would never, ever take back. We're going to get into that this week. Oh. I, I have, there are some things that have happened that I think were like huge blessings to me. But at the time, same. I literally wanted to like euthanize myself. Period. But right now, no, it's not about I'm, I'm having health issues, which is nothing I've ever experienced. But I never have health issues. Well, I am the queen of health issues. So right. happy to be here. We've well, already texted chat. your mom to help me. <laughs> I did. You know, Rachel, also queen of health issues. Shout out to my genetics. They do not do anything for me. I'm going to take all of Rachel's advice. Oh, I love when my friend's do. moms help me. I mean, my mom, like she can't help me with like work too much because she doesn't work in my industry. But mm-hmm. anytime I like... <laughs> Like I start itching a little right. bit, you know, my eye, I feel like I'm blinking right, too much. Right. It's immediate FaceTime. And my mom's good with the health issues too. And she's been very helpful this week, but it's like, it's mm-hmm. not really a thing that she can help with. She's never, your mom's had some sort of uterus. Yeah. To fill you in, I'm having some sort of abdominal issue and I went to the hospital and I don't like to go. Nobody does. The hospital is an awful place. Man, pick me. I went to hospital. You guys are just lucky that I didn't post my hospital bracelet. Wait, I'm so glad you did it. I was. I knew that if you, d- I knew Over if you did, I would have had to I say that. something. Yeah. I would never do such a thing. Mm-hmm. Do you guys know what I'm talking about? Some people post their hospital bracelet just sitting there in the hospital, like on their story. Yeah. Just subtly, like you know, everyone come and check it on me. I talked oh, about dear, this. Are you okay? Yeah, exactly. And I talked about this in a TikTok once, mm-hmm. and somebody stitched it. She was like, this is really, you know, this is an ableist take. A lot of people like to share their experience in the hospital, people with chronic illness. I go, bitch. No one was talking about the chronic illness girlies. I'm not talking about people with cancer. I'm talking about people who, girls in high school who get their stomach pumped. Because that's who it is. And they post their hospital bracelet on Instagram. (laughs) We're talking about literally like... (laughs) Literally like the post spring break. Like, please, no. I have a I chronic shut her illness. Down so hard. Period. I have a chronic illness and I I like share my experience when I go like to my to the hospital. But mm-hmm. like 
honestly, like at the same time, sometimes it's just annoying because I hate having to explain it to people. Documenting your experience for the purpose of education yeah. is very different from just posting from your hospital like, bracelet and being like, help me. Doing an attention whore, yeah. you know, <laughs> activity. Absolutely not. I, I, but I really did. Here's the thing. When you don't do that, when you don't share with the world that you're in the hospital, then now I've had to awkwardly kind of text people back and be like, sorry, I was, was in the in hospital, hospital for a yeah. day. Um, I thought you would have made it, the fact that you didn't like to make a TikTok, making like it light of it, like making a joke means that you were like actually in pain. That's me. what, okay. So, so many people ask me, why didn't you TikTok about it? Yeah. You need to know that I was, and I'll make a TikTok about fucking anything. I made a TikTok of me getting my IUD in. Yeah. Okay. This was before I was TikTok famous. I made a TikTok through Maybe stepping on a rat. It's not. They checked uh, with the CT. Okay, it's good, in place. Good. But um, to th the fact that I did not make a funny TikTok about being in the hospital, about having an ultrasound, one of those things stuck up my vagina. The fact I didn't pull out my camera and film during that, which is something I would always do. Yeah. That tells you how much pain I was in. I, I was, I'm not myself right now. I don't have, mm -hmm. I'm in a lot of pain. I'm still in pain. I'm going back today. Yeah. But um, we, we don't know what's you. wrong. So if anybody does, here are my symptoms. <laughs> I'm on heavy pain medication right now. So yeah. I'm feeling a little bit okay right now, but it's going to come back in a little bit. I have really bad abdominal pain on my left side, a shooting pain. They thought it was an ovarian cyst. Now they don't. Mm. Um, they think it's maybe something like an ulcer or something. And it's not your appendix. It's not my appendix. It's on the right side. So they ruled that out. I never know. My Took an ultrasound. Way. They, they did notice an early sign of infection in my blood, but they think it's because maybe I had a cyst that ruptured, so they don't think it's a huge cause for concern. But now the pain is back. They don't think it's a cyst anymore. And I'm okay. probably going to be dead next week. So no, Alexis is the sole host of this podcast. Let's not put that into the universe. <laughs> Thank you very much. I just, I just want to go like, are you going to the hospital alone? Yes, I, I do not. Ugh, this is a whole thing. My dad is like convinced that I don't have anybody in my life. And my mom is like, no, I totally understand her. I do not like people in my space okay. when I'm dealing with something like this. I, I just want to yell at them. Thank you. I, I yell at them. I'm, I know what to do in the ER, especially when you're a woman. You get it. You got to exaggerate your your exactly. symptoms you got to start crying and screaming or else they're going to say it's your period cramps and send you home yeah you have to literally make the biggest fucking deal out of it which is what i do i don't i'll call for an advocate when i need one but like mm -hmm. i don't like the idea of somebody i was sitting in there the other day for i was in a bed for like 12 hours yeah i don't want somebody sitting with me that makes sense i'd rather just be alone try to sleep yeah i brought my computer good so i just like i just watched curb your enthusiasm in my bed good um, and cried. <laughs> yeah, well, it's a horrifying experience. I'm the opposite. I can't, I can't go to the doctor alone. Really? Because like, I'll, go I'll just cry. Like I, I swear to God, I start talking to a doctor and I'll cry. Like I have that's how I really feel. deep medical trauma. Like I cannot do it. But that's like, um, that's like a good place to be where you can bring your laptop, though. How long have you yes. had MS? Can I? Uh, do you want to talk about that? I don't sure, sure. I have had it since I was 15. Do what a lot is that? of teenagers have it? Like it's so No, I was the youngest my neurologist had ever diagnosed. Wow. Yeah. So So you're comfortable with hospitals. Well, you're not comfortable. You're familiar. I like I'm very familiar. Know how it goes. Right. Know how we're working. Honestly, hate the doctors in New York though. Doctors in New York are mean. Like 
They're Everyone the meanest. in New York is mean. Exactly. I feel like that would make them do their job better. Exactly. I didn't feel like they were doing really I think the job. medical staff here, like I've not had great experiences here. You know, where do you go, Langone? Yeah, Langone. But then I had a gyno at Langone that I really did not like. Guy or girl? Uh, a woman. Good. And she, I didn't like her. She was like minimizing my issues. So I they immediately canceled. I immediately got rid of her and like asked all the people at work for a gynecologist and found a black woman. She's a star and I what you want. Truly. You want your gynecologist. I do think it's very important that your doctor looks like you. Yeah. I really do. It's um, so important. I just like, ugh, I, they don't, like they kept saying it was my fucking period. And it's mm. like, how many times do I have to say? It's just the way that they'll write off. They think that women can just like endure pain and it's like not a big deal. Especially like even if it was if my period. Yeah. Here's the thing. Mm -hmm. If I were in there crying in pain, saying I can't sleep, I can't walk, I can't eat, I'm in excruciating pain. And they're saying, oh, it's probably your period. Okay, then fine. It's my period. Still Do fucking something fix about it. it. It's no woman mess. should have to deal yeah, with that. It's exactly. not okay. I don't know, but it's not my fucking period. I don't know what to do, but I, I fucking hate the hospital. Yeah. I hate it. I, re I really, really like, I was, I think part of half of my crying was just, I hate being in mm -hmm. a hospital. I, there's nothing more humiliating to me than being wheeled around uh, in a wheelchair. Yeah. I really, and I kept telling them I wanted, even though I couldn't walk, I was mm -hmm. like, please let me walk. Mm -hmm. It's a block or a block. A it's, down, a block it's like a block down it's the hallway. Block away. I yeah. could not stand when they put me in a wheelchair yeah. and I'm being wheeled around. Oh, no. oh like so just embarrassing. Mm -hmm. I hate laying in the bed. It brings back trauma of like seeing loved ones in hospitals. Yeah. I really don't. I, I'm so fortunate. I've never had health issues. Like yeah. I really haven't been to the hospital very many times in my life. Good. I've only ever gone to the doctor for checkups. Like and when I you had just, to be intubated. And the time edible. I <laughs> took an edible, not to be intubated. I took an edible my junior year of high school or my senior year, I think. And it was one square of chocolate. I didn't even like overdose on the edible, but I gave myself <laughs> such a bad panic attack that they had, I went to the ER and they had to stick a tube down my throat so I could stop, start breathing again because I forgot. I really can't. It's getting Grey's Anatomy. Like, that's so humiliating. <laughs> Isn't that so I can't. Okay, and I have okay. not touched weed since. Okay, good, good. I'm, I'm mortified. You. I'm scared straight. I'm the opposite i love i love a good you know weed moment really yeah like 100 percent. edibles are like the best thing ever i can't smoke though i can't smoke though. i don't like any sort of downer interesting yeah You're only crazy. uppers for me yeah why would i want to like here's the thing people when they take weed like for fun like to just like at a party or something take weed why do you <laughs> i don't really know the terminology yeah i'm such a nerd when it comes to weed meanwhile i'm like yeah mm -hmm. cocaine like that's my favorite <laughs> I can walk anybody through cocaine, but weed, I'm like, well, how do you do it? I don't know how to like hit a bong or anything. Yeah. But I don't understand why you would want to feel lazy and want to sit down. Because I'm stressed out. I would never <laughs> want to feel why. that way. I hate feeling like too relaxed. They mm -hmm. gave me morphine in the hospital. You want to see the picture of me getting the morphine? Absolutely. Oh, I'm I glad started you documented sobbing. something. I did because my mom was like, how are you? And I didn't know what else to say. So I was I like, well, the here's morphine. the morphine. Um, and I did not. Look at that. They put morphine and I feel like I'm dying. Is that normal? I really do not feel good. I have never been so scared. Actually, the fear in your eyes in this photo is genuinely traumatizing. I'm crying I'm so, so much. Jesus. Awful. I'm showing her the photos of me crying. I, I don't. So they gave me the morphine and it's mm -hmm. supposed to make you feel good. That's why they can get worried to give it to exactly. you. Exactly. 
I so had to fight felt for hours. fucking awful. Yeah. It helped with the pain, but it made me feel very, I don't like to feel high. I yeah. don't like to feel light or not in control. I don't like when I feel so relaxed that I like. Yeah. I didn't like the, I don't like the feeling like of, what's the other one that starts with an O? Um, Oxy. 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 I never that, that one uh, that I had to take once awful i don't like how i feel i felt on it either like that that kind of high is just very uncomfortable i don't like any sort of relaxer i went on a plane to study abroad and it was the longest flight i'd been on so my mom gave me xanax to help me i could get a lot of flight and i don't like to fly so she thought it would help me sleep to take one xanax i took two xanax bitch wide awake the whole fucking flight really these things i swear i have so much energy they don't work on me you're crazy. I don't sleep, You're Alexis. Crazy. Like I, know I you just don't, don't get tired. I think we need to give you like a whole holistic health like checkup because yeah. you're not well. The sleep thing was already like a red flag. Now you're having this happen. Something's transiting your sixth house for sure. <laughs> for sure. I'm sorry. I'm just being honest. I'm going to have to check. Okay. I'm you have to have look. To I've never had medical problems like this in my life. Oh, it's bad. I'm Terrible. Oh, thank God. I hate I hate it, but anyway, yeah, I hate weed too. I don't like, I like, uh, I like to feel alive when I take drugs. Anyway, it's time for a vibe. Ma'am, I'm going to need to call, we need a morphine drip ASAP. That's the reason I can't go to the hospital is needles. That's really what it is. Oh my God. They put the fucking IV in me. I'm actually going to throw up. You're not even I'm talking. Sorry. You gotta talk in your mic, babes. He's gonna they put. They put <laughs> the IV in me. Oh my god! I hate something sticking out of my arm. Okay, you know, like that thick needle. Mm-hmm. And here's uh, you the thing. know, yes, I know. <laughs> well, they. I'm like fine. You know, they're drawing the blood. Whatever. I'm okay. But it's not the needle going in me. Like the pain of that that bothers me. It's it's staying in there. Yeah. I don't like something hanging out of my arm. Me neither. And this thing, they the way they do it is they keep that line open. So that you can so get can the line. So they can keep putting shit in there. Mm-hmm. So for what, eight hours, I had this needle in my arm just flying around. I had to go to the bathroom and it's flinging around. Yeah. I wanted to fucking vomit. It's so awful. Oh, that's oh, what I, I have hate to it. do Monday for my infusion. Oh. And that's why I, so I can't, because I have such bad medical anxiety, like I can't go to the doctor without Xanax. Like they prescribe it to me because mm-hmm. they know I will like scream and cry. Right. And so Jeff has to come with me. <laughs> and like, I am so fucking gone when I go to these infusions. Cause then, but then I have the needle in. It's an all day thing. So I'm there for like eight hours, but they give me, steroids benadryl and xanax to like help with like my anxiety and jeff told me that like while i was there getting it last time i like fell asleep eating mcdonald's breakfast and like sat there was like sitting there like this and the nurse came in and saw me and it was so embarrassing (laughs) i but like that's the best thing about going to nyu langone health which is where all the places are. There's a McDonald's right there. So yeah, you should definitely stop by on your way. Now should we actually talk about the real pain in life? Breakups. Yeah. This is worse. Honestly, I think that my like worst heartbreak was worse than this pain I'm feeling. Like Honestly, I agree. I think physical pain has never bothered me because I'm like, mm, there's got to be a drug for this. Right. But like when it comes to mental, emotional pain, the drugs are, they don't always fix everything. I cannot think of anything worse. Oh, okay. So I got this week, I got a Snapchat memory. 
mm-hmm. of me crying. I go look at it. It was this right this week. Maybe March April's, 30th. April's not your month. April, but no, but March wasn't my month. Yeah. And February was also really <laughs> tough. I, I think it's been my month like professionally, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I've, I've been okay with career stuff, but it's just like personal mm-hmm. things, like health things. But um, okay, March 30th was the day of my first heartbreak. And it was two years ago. This mm-hmm. week I got a Snapchat memory. So this week we're going to talk about breakups mm-hmm. and heartbreak. Let's talk about also your relationship history. Like, who was this man that broke your heart? It wasn't even a relationship, which is why it's so embarrassing. Mm. Yeah, I've had much longer relationships. Yeah. This was like going into my junior year of college, we started camp. Here's the sad part. We were best friends for a really long time. I really felt very close to him. That'll get you. That'll get you. It was more losing the friendship than it was anything. I really do think that. But never dated a friend. If we didn't even really date, like, eventually, mm-hmm. like, we kind of were just, like, exclusive, quote-unquote, I don't know. Like, it was, like, one of these stupid, naive, and we'll tell you what to avoid in yeah. these relationships. You never do one of these exclusive but not dating relationships. None of these hooking up. Nothing. Some okay, don't do that shit. shit. But I was an idiot. Um, and I totally fell in love with him, like, my fall of my junior year of college. And then I went abroad. And we sort of were, like, okay, we'll, like, revisit when we get back. But, you know, we're going to talk all the time. And then he ghosted me and started hooking up with this other girl I know. <gasps> And they're still dating. No. Yeah. No, but they're cute so together. Humiliating. I think they're like a much better couple. And well, now I look course. back and I'm like, oh, so fucking embarrassed. Exactly. It's but. more painful to look back and be like embarrassed about it. Of course. But in the moment, it was definitely like you were unwell. Terrible. Oh my God. Yeah. Terrible. I wouldn't wish it on anybody. But oh now God. I look back and I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with and you? And the ghosting is really what gets me. It, was the, it wasn't what he did. It wasn't him not liking me anymore. Mm-hmm. I think that was oh, the biggest blessing. Now I look back, I'm like, we had nothing in fucking common. I don't remember what I liked about him. But it was the way he treated me during and like mm. the betrayal of like the action of him, like the girl that he chose and oh. like how he did it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was like, it made me feel so insignificant to him mm. in a relationship that I felt very significant. Like he was very significant to me. How could I be so insignificant? There wasn't balance there. Exactly. That's what hurts. And I think listening to like a lot of people who dm me about this kind of thing i've been on other podcasts where we've talked about heartbreak what hurts is not breaking up and losing them because usually it's for the best that you do Mm -hmm. what hurts is looking back at the relationship and everything in the relationship becomes in question like you start thinking how much did he really care about me if he could have done this to me Mm -hmm. and looking back at how he treated me during and the way that he like so easily dropped me that was when it was like my ego was like mm. totally broken. the ease of drop the, the fact that he could drop you so easily so easily that is like the most devastating right. part he also kept it a secret the hooking up like he didn't tell anyone he was hooking he up with you he didn't tell anybody he was hooking up with no girls no, you don't do this yeah i guess so yeah you don't do this okay never oh my god whenever i think back at this relationship it's always like what okay yeah it's the anniversary and so i I um people like remind me of him and I'm like fuck I forgot that I ever hooked up with him I just remember that we were mm-hmm. friends but I'm like so mortified that I blocked it out of my memory because it's Ugh. so if you're in a relationship girlies we get a lot of calls from like 14 15 year old girls girls in freshman year of college 14. yeah didn't we get some like high schoolers what we get plenty of high school whatever college girls, girls love you call, we get a lot of calls from college girls mm-hmm. yeah I know that these girls are involved in relationships with guys like let's keep it to ourselves let's not call it dating let's not put a label on it but we'll be like exclusive or like Mm -hmm. you can't hook up with other people or 
you know, we're just going to be hooking up or just like or any of these secret relationships. Only yeah. text you at night. He just wants to keep it a secret. You will look back at this when you're 23 on your podcast <laughs> and be like so fucking mad at yourself and yeah. so mortified that you did that. Trust me. Don't. And also I see a lot of girls who are like, yeah, we're exclusive, but like he won't call me his girlfriend, like whatever. And I'm okay with that. I mm-hmm. think that is just, why are we making up new labels? Like it's boyfriend, girlfriend, or it's hookup. Like, what are we doing here? Like, we're like, so you say you want to be exclusive and only hook up with someone. Okay. Like it's just a fuck buddy then. Like, don't be like, don't go on dates too. And you there's know? nothing wrong with just having say, a fuck buddy. You can have a fuck buddy. Please do. Or you can be out on your own or you can be in a relationship, but don't call it like something in the middle because you're just asking yourself to get hurt. A like, situationship. What the situ- fuck is like, that? Please stop. Like, I know that like, maybe that is the norm of what's going on here, but you don't have to participate in that. If you want a really, if you don't want to get your feelings like fucking run over with a truck then just be honest about you what you want and have your boundaries and honestly a lot of the types of these hookups that you're having and these you know the guy texts you all the time but at night but then when you go over there he's like kissing you on the forehead and you're having really deep talks about each Mm. other's families and it's not just hooking up because you are getting to know each other and you are developing some feelings for each other but you're calling it a situationship you're calling it a thing or you're calling it hooking up but it's not dating it's not a relationship Mm -hmm. no what you are building is a relationship. Whether he gives a fuck about you or not, he is simulating a relationship. You are exchanging information about each other and developing a connection and a bond. It's a relationship. And what what is happening when you come up with these labels and you refuse to call it a relationship is you're invalidating the fact. You're, you're real You're gaslighting feelings. yourself. Ugh. And then when it ends, you're not gonna feel worthy of crying about it because it wasn't real. When this thing ended, and it's a thing, that's yeah. what it was. We never dated, but we did fucking sit in bed and cry together and talk about our childhood Mm -hmm. and our families and whatever. Like we did have a bond and have texted all day long, very close relationship. He's my best friend. That was a relationship and I wouldn't call it that. And nobody knew about it. So I feel Mm -hmm. like I, when I'm telling people, I'm also telling them for the first time, the first time, Hey, this has been happening for what? Six, seven months. Mm. And it just ended and it doesn't feel legitimate. And I delegitimized it in my head and I made myself feel so bad. And then you made yourself feel stupid when really you were the one being played. I was being played. So you need to call it what it is. Yeah. If you're sitting in his bed a couple times a week and you're having these deep talks, you're in a relationship. If he like called you when his dog died or whatever, right. or, or what, whatever He's it is, that's your man. He's confiding in you. That's, that's your man. A that's a girlfriend activity to be an emotional support. Right. That's a girlfriend activity. Don't give emotional support to people who are treating you like a hookup and only talk to you between the hours right. of 2 a.m. and 5 a.m. And any of this bullshit about, oh, let's just keep this to ourselves for now. Mm, I don't no. want to tell anybody. Absolutely not. Absolutely You're way not. too pretty for that, bitch. Absolutely not. You know what not. I found out also when I came back from abroad and what? I found out that they were like hooking up? He kept her a secret too for the beginning. What does he do I now? found out. Um, he's in law school. I don't like to think about the fact that I ever had sex with him. I don't remember it. Yeah. Um, I think Good. that- You gotta block that out. He's so vile and so- Like, girls, you're gonna look back on these people and be like- holy shit what was i doing also everything about his personality everything about him and how he's known in the community his reputation is so fucking embarrassing to Mm -hmm. me his family his aspirations the fact that he's never had a job never had a paid job lives off his parents money and he flaunts it and he's not fucking embarrassed to flaunt it even though he's never made a dime for himself he's like just like gross person yeah i look back i'm like what the fuck was i thinking like it's so gross 
And this is what you're going to feel, girls. Mm -hmm. You're going to look back. Whatever heart, somebody asked me, I'm getting over my first heartbreak and I feel like I'm never going to get over it on my Instagram story. Yeah. I'm like, girl, it's been two years officially. I just got a reminder. Yeah. This was, it's embarrassing. Now. It is embarrassing. You're going to be angry. But it was real. And it's like having these emotions about it now is a good thing. And like, honestly, if you have even like a flutter of like feeling like you're not being prioritize or not feeling like you're in the right situation and you're just like staying with this guy because you want to feel good about yourself like just you've got to build up the courage to leave that because right. it's never going to serve you you know like just I don't know I just really hate when girls get so desperate to be in a relationship that they'll take anything which is like I don't think that's what you were doing because you didn't want no, like the, the I didn't idea want the of being relationship, in a relationship but I liked being loved yeah exactly well that's beautiful you yeah, just I like loved. being like yeah. feeling like you're funny or exactly like exactly somebody thinks you're cool but like you've, i found so many people since then who make me feel so much better and they treat you better like right. just because someone makes you feel a certain way when you're laying in bed after you had sex doesn't mean that they treat you with love right. and, respect. and also there's going to be a very specific feeling that comes after you have sex with somebody if you're just bonding at mm. night when you have sex and the only bonding time that you have is right after you have sex when you're like cuddling and shit. Yeah. Of course, you're going to feel closer to that. Exactly. But that's not real. It's that's not real. after sex yeah. bonding. It's when all these chemicals are released into your brain. Period. It's not real. Mm -mm. You got all that. You, you know, got to go to fucking lunch with somebody. <laughs> go to lunch. Yes, exactly. <laughs> but how do you get over a breakup? Me? Yeah. Like what was your. Have you um, had a bad one? Yes, I had. Not a bad one. I had a high school boyfriend, like a boyfriend who like we started dating when I was a junior in high school and he was a freshman I guess like we've known each other our whole lives like mm -hmm. we went to elementary school together and we had a quote open relationship which doesn't work which we found out and because like we were both like young and in college but like it turns out he was like I wasn't really hooking up with anybody else but he was you know mm. and that's when it becomes like a real problem also I never really wanted to do that I like just wanted I never really wanted an open relationship I just wanted to have a boyfriend right you know it was a dumb it was a dumb bitch activity so I um then got to college and realized I was hot had no clue before that like barely mm. knew and I was like oh I could pull anybody so yeah. whatever but then he he also was just sort of like treating me like shit like right. like shit like he was having sex with other people and not telling me and like that's not a very good like safe sex practice by the way no. ladies um and then people he, underestimate how fucked up that is exactly like i don't like i don't know what could have been going on and it's like it was just like a very like i feel like trust was betrayed there and then at the same time i just he just i don't know like obviously like i think i was crazy at the same time like i come from a family where like being in a relationship is like a big deal like everybody does that so i'm sure i put like more pressure on it than like i should have but i don't think i deserved like the other treatment i was getting right. so for me breaking up was like letting me be free for the first time and like my my college roommate I love her so much she was my freshman year roommate and she was like yeah you just need to end this and so then I ended it I called him on the phone ended it this is like January of freshman year Good for you just after rush and I ended it and then I like started living my best life honestly and had a fun little like two month hoe phase and then started dating Jeff. Because, but here's a tea. I met Jeff before I broke up with old dude. Did you like Jeff before you broke up with this guy? Uh, when I met Jeff, the day I met Jeff, I was like, I'm in love with this man. Like I went home, told my roommate, I was like, I'm in love with that Mexican boy in the hoodie, not a Mexican boy. <laughs> He's not Mexican, thought he was, <laughs> nope. And it was literally like love at first sight. 
100%. Not so, like love, but you know, like infatuation. So I, for like two months, I was staying in that other relationship because I felt like I had to. But he right. was treating me like shit. Like I remember just crying like every other day over something. Girls, you can't be in college crying over a man. Never. You can be freshman fall crying over a man. You gotta have I'm very fortunate. My little heartbreak happened mm -hmm. spring of junior year, summer going into senior year. That was my chunk of heartbreak, okay? Yeah. I got my freshman fun. I cannot imagine going through that freshman year. And then like, oh. I remember my like family friends who like basically are my second parents. Like they raised me for a big part of my life. They lived in Chicago, which is part of why I went to Northwestern and they came for coffee one day in the fall. And they were like, I think you and this boy need to break up. Like they were actively telling me really? to like stop dating him. And I was like, what? Like, why would I do that? And they're like, this is not good for you. Like adults yeah. in my life were telling me it wasn't good for me. Like it was, and he, he wasn't, I, was the eye candy in that relationship. I'll right. say that. Like there was you. not, there was no reason that we would have like right. put, exactly. So it was just like a whole thing. But I think I just, I don't think I like really processed it. Like I just like was treated like shit. And then I like never let myself be treated like shit like that again. You know, you just moved on. Listen to the people in your life. Listen to the mm -hmm. adults in your life. You know, I know you don't want to like believe your mom or whatever when no, you, you want to like, don't. you know, be your own person in college. But your mom knows who's not right for you. Period. Okay. And my mom. She will. She knows. She will. Maybe not when you like move out of the house, you're out of college. <laughs> mom, you don't always know everything now that I'm 23. Yeah. But when I was 19, 18, she knew. My grandma is the one who knew. You know what happened? Really? So he came to pick me up from a date once. And I lived at my grandma's house mm -hmm. for that summer. And she's like an old lady. And she usually like puts her trash by the door and like whoever comes over like takes it out because it's like she lives in a condo and you have to take it out to the dumpster. Right. So anytime someone sees, like, everyone will always be like, oh, let me take this trash out for you. But he didn't offer when he came over. Oh. And so my grandma immediately was like, no, <gasps> no, he can't go. He's not, he's not good enough for you. Like she told me that afterwards. Uh, she met like, Jeff? Oh yeah, she Did loves take the trash Jeff. Out? Well, he's, um, he comes to Thanksgiving and everything. He wheels her around in her wheelchair. No way. He plays chess with the kids. He's actually like perfect. Perfect. Like when it comes to the kids, it's so fucking annoying. Like, I love yeah, him. they love him. And then he like he works in tech, and my dad works in tech. So and I don't even I don't even speak to my stepdad. Like me and him, we don't talk. He was like, I've never seen him try to speak to someone as much as he tried to speak to Jeff, and I was shocked. But yeah, they love him in the fam. They love him. Wow. They're all because you know everyone in my family is like married and pregnant, right? They're like, what's happening with you? I'm like, at least five years. Don't yeah. even talk to me. Yeah. Well, good. I mean. You need a guy like if you're not talking about a guy like that, the way that Alexis is like dump him immediately. It's not worth it. OK, you're too young. We've had this conversation before, but like I'm so OK. I do think that that heartbreak, even though it was fucking pathetic mm -hmm. and I wasn't even dating the guy, that was so pivotal to my life. Like it was very important for my development. It really made me like it just like changed who I was like it made me not mm. so naive it made me so much more life is short I need to stop wasting time like I I do not that's tolerate bullshit that's anymore. the lesson I can spot from a first date if a guy's gonna treat me the way that this guy did I can spot always like mm -hmm. and not only that but I don't envy people who are in relationships like he is in now Good. I used to envy relationships in the sense that I was like maybe that's what I should be doing even though I never really I've never in my life except for in high school when I just thought it would be cool college and now I've never like craved a relationship mm -hmm. I feel that I've been like 
quite busy and like I just it has I, it's, I've never been at a point where a relationship would enhance my life a lot yeah so I but in like I used to sort of think maybe that's what I should be doing and I would look at people that were dating and be like oh like they seem like you know they really do depend on each other mm-hmm. after this happened like I, I can never depend on a guy ever and I'm so glad like I'm so much more my life is about me yeah I don't give up my emotional my empathy and like my my comforting side of myself and my vulnerability and you know just like I don't I don't want to say mothering but like you know what I mean like nurturing these, the nurturing yeah. yes I don't give that up for for men no. like I don't give it to people who aren't going to give it to me I'm so much more choosy with who's in my life yeah and you have to be especially because relationships take so right. much emotion out of you like and so much emotional work that you can't be doing it for someone who you've cried over one too many times who hasn't given you the basic respect you've asked for. Like there's a difference between like starting to date someone, they do something you don't like, like immediately cutting them off. Like that's not the answer either. Like perfect people aren't just made. But if you say, I really like when you text me before I go to bed, for example, and they make an effort to do that, that means they actually like you. If they're like, why would you want me to change myself for you? Like, sir, no, please. No, like there's, there's a difference between those two things, but it is very important to like not give up your emotion, your emotional bandwidth for someone who refuses to give it up for you. Yeah, you'll learn to spot who's going to make sacrifices for you and who's not, who's going to change for you and who's not. And you'll also learn what your biggest triggers are from your first breakup. My thing was the ego. It was me being humiliated was Mm -hmm. the worst thing. It wasn't that he left. It wasn't that he didn't like me. It was the way he did it and me feeling embarrassed. I do not like to, I learned that about myself. My mom is the exact same way. I do, I cannot be humiliated ever. So now that I know that, I know what I need to look for in a guy so that I will never be humiliated. And that means I only look for men who I am genuinely impressed with, Mm -hmm. who I think are worthy of me, but also maybe I'm not quite worthy of yet. I'm gonna level up to them. They're gonna influence me to be a better person. And that way, if they do dump me later on, a, hopefully they're mature enough that they'll do it in a way that's not humiliating for yeah. me. They won't ghost me. That's correct. They won't cheat on me or leave me for somebody else, whatever. They will just say it. Mm-hmm. And when they do, I'll be like, you know what? That's okay because they were a good choice for me. Mm-hmm. They were not lower than me. Yeah. This guy before was lower than me. Mm-hmm. He was embarrassing for me. And to think that somebody I was not impressed with. Embarrassed you. Embarrassed me. No. Was humiliating. For him to make a fool of me when I always thought that he was so, like such a fucking loser. Exactly. Was like, that That was what hurt. And I think that a lot of people I mistake that vivid, yeah. for love. They think that they're humiliated and they think they've been heartbroken, but really their ego is really heartbroken. It's ruined, yeah. It's just, it's not that you love this guy. It's that you didn't like him enough and he embarrassed you. <laughs> and that hurts way more than somebody you loved breaking up with you. Exactly, yeah. And like, I guess, especially when you're young, those I I haven't seen it. Those kinds of like high school relationships like turning out well long term, and like maybe you see them get married, and then you see people who are in their thirties, whatever. But once they get to like their forties and fifties, a lot of times like things happen. I've had one really good example that I always looked up to, and like that's been helped my family friends. But even though those people were telling me like this guy isn't 
right for you. Right. So like I say, like, especially if you're young and in high school, remember that like don't assign permanence to feelings in general. Mm -hmm. Not every feeling is permanent. When you're sad, it's not permanent. When you're happy, it's not permanent. So just remember that. And like when a heartbreak inevitably happens, remember it's not permanent either. You know, trust me in two years, you're going to be laughing about it. Mm exactly it's gonna be fun i'll oh, talk about it on your podcast i'm just so happy i'm so glad that the girls will be leaving people behind that they don't need and i'm so hopeful for them to like start building their confidence i think for me it was confidence like i have a history of being of staying in things for too long because i didn't feel secure enough in myself right and like that's how that relationship was and so just you got to build your own self-confidence, right. girls. You have to love yourself first. And remember, when you're looking around at those girls who've like been in like back-to-back relationships throughout college, they never seem to be single. They always have somebody and they always seem a little bit hotter than the person they're with. Or maybe they don't it's have the any female friends. They only hang out with the boyfriend that they're with at the time. They kind of isolate everybody else. Their best friend is always their boyfriend. Insecurity. All I'm going to say is do not fucking envy those girls. Don't envy. That's not who you want to be. It's a very sad life. I know a couple of them. You got to have other people in your life. Go to therapy. Besides your relationship, if you're doing back-to-back relationships, you're the problem, girl (laughs) or boy. You need to find your own personality. Anyway. XOXO. Love you. You're going to get through it. Um, Should we give tactical tips for getting through it? Do you have any tactical tips? Be a hoe. Be a hoe? Yeah. I have a different tip. I don't think be a hoe is good. I mean, you know, do it can be tough when you like, I feel like I didn't want to have sex with anybody. I was absolutely. Oh, I didn't want to have sex with anyone, but I, I wanted like male attention. I definitely sure. thirsted after that for a little bit just to remind myself that I was like hot. I had a rebound right after that. I ended up dating for like eight months and loved no a lot. And he was the first guy I was talking to him kind of before this guy, like officially uh-huh. broke it off with me, but I could feel him ghosting me. And then I was just friends with this other guy, this new guy. And he was like so much more my type, nice. um, which we're going to try to have him on the podcast. Actually, he really wants oh, to come on the yay. podcast. But hey, bestie, this guy was um, I didn't have sex with him for like, what, five months after I met him. I wasn't ready. Like mm-hmm. I felt so violated from before. You absolutely. That's a very important point, though. Like when I say be a hoe, I don't mean go like fuck a bunch of people unless like that's what you want to do, you know. But I think honoring your feelings about sex are always going to be important. Mm hmm. Also block them or unfollow them. Oh, for sure. I did that. 100%. Swallow your pride and just do it. Don't stalk. Don't stalk don't the stalk other girlfriend. Them. Don't Until you're go like look. at least a year out. I definitely have that. Do not look. Make sure your mom unfollows them too. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Thank you. She follows them. I don't know if he does, she does anymore, but like our siblings go to the same school still. Right. You know? So, you know, they see each other. It's a thing. My mom has secret social media. Oh, she doesn't like have that. My mom's a poster. She's posting. Oh, I follow her. Oh, she's posting. My mom's not really posting. She's tweeting. My mom's tweeting. What? But she's not posting. And she she knows what's going on, like Instagram and whatever. Facebook. She'll look on my dad's account and stuff. Good for her. Tweeting. She loves to tweet. Yeah. Impressive. All right. Shall we go to the hotline? All right. Today we have a couple voicemails. Let's take a listen. Hey, queens. It is currently 1123, the night before my birthday. I'm about to be 16. Period. Um, And I have bad vibes literally so much. Okay, so number one, I always cry 
on my birthday, before my birthday. My mom knows this. Everyone in my life knows this. Same. Before my birthday. Let's talk about it more because it's normal and it should be celebrated just as much as the actual birthday. Because, like, what am I supposed to do with my life if I don't cry? Number two, please have discourse because I fucking hate coffee. I think coffee is so stupid. And I'm a tea person all the way, and I will give you an essay. I can write an essay about why tea is better, and I think that someone needs to discuss it with me, and someone needs to agree with me, because I'm right and you're wrong if you disagree, because coffee is stupid. Thank you. Someone please. Was that a real, dis- what? I love her. Like, happy birthday. Oh, my God. HBD to a real queen. Happy Please sweet 16. put all of that energy you just so kindly gave to us onto a TikTok because I need to see I'd what love the fuck to see her you're doing. doing. Like, please rant. First of all, first of all, the only reason you don't like coffee is because you're 16. But actually, no. I had no. a co- I had a whole coffee business at 16. Really? In fact, what? yes. What were you doing? When I was in, um, I went to a boarding school and they like wouldn't allow us to have coffee in the cafeteria. So my friends and I started a coffee like shop on campus called Coffee Therapy. Is that not so smart? And then we named all the drinks after like the types of assignments at our school. And they like actually lined up with like how hard, like we had these things called double graders, which we would get like two grades for one test. So it was really intense. And so it was like a double grader, double shot latte. Intelligence, brand building, girl bossing all the way. Like it was actually so fun, loved it. (laughs) So I got addicted to coffee probably at the age of 15. And now I drink my, I used to drink lattes, but it was better for the business to just do black coffee. So that's why I drink black coffee now. Huge fan, but you're allowed to not like it. Shit's a fucking drug. Here's the thing. Tea, this might be a hot take. All teas objectively taste better than coffee. I get it. I think I, but once yeah. you're, I think I, I do. I don't want to invalidate her feelings by saying she's young. Okay. Yeah, I do hate when people say it's that. It's annoying. But when you've got a little bit more on your plate, when you're a little older, you'll realize that tea doesn't quite have enough kick. It's the kick for me. I mean, Jeff hates coffee. My boyfriend hates coffee, but when he drinks it, he's a monster. You need the caffeine in coffee. Maybe you'll find that somewhere else, but I don't think you can get it in tea. You need it from coffee. Coffee gives you a kick. I, it wasn't enough of a kick. It wore off. Have you heard that TikTok sound that's like, you know, marijuana? Like, you know, the kids are trying marijuana. Then they think, wait, how does it go? I don't know what you're It's like, about. Um, kids decide to try marijuana. Then they decide to see if heroin has a kick. It, <laughs> oh, it yes. does. It does. <laughs> it does. Period. Now, I went from tea to coffee milk, which is what my parents would give me. It was just like, like 75% milk and a little bit of coffee. Wow. <laughs> and then I switched How old to were you when that switch happened? Middle school, high school. Mm, cute. And then I switched to full on like lattes and cappuccinos and stuff. And that didn't give me enough of a kick anymore. And then I started Adderall. And now I have a natural. I don't need coffee in the morning anymore. I do. I do Adderall and coffee. I. An ADHD queen. My favorite meal in college was during finals week. Adderall. So I, I pulled non-iter every single week of college. Once a Every week, single week of college? I do all my homework in one week, in one day. I would do that too, but I would just like take an Adderall on Sunday, all the work done, but I didn't pull an all-nighter. No, I like to do it at night. I need the pressure. I would go to the library at 8 p.m., stay there until 8 a.m. the next day, write essays, and I would take one Adderall, 15 milligrams XR or IR. IR, interesting. I, the IR always worked better for me. I like mm. that a lot better. I would take that 
and uh, iced coffee from Cafe Strada in Berkeley. And I would sit in Doe Library in the basement. I've like been a to little rat. Really? For what? I went to visit my, one of my best friends went to Berkeley. Shut up. Yeah, Jada Howard. So I would go to that library and I would sit, or no, the basement of Moffitt. I would sit like a little rat in the dark. Some like a couple of fluorescent lights like flickering. <sighs> Not the rat discourse. And, I, <laughs> and my eyes would be bright red and I'd just type, type, type. I just loved the rush of the coffee and the Adderall. Coffee, coffee, Adderall. And my vape. Elite. And I jewel. Yeah, I'm not there yet. I would, and everyone think it would go right through me, just pooping all night. So I'd be so I had skinny. to have a very specific like setup. Like I had to, I had to have good natural light near a bathroom because when you take Adderall, obviously, like you pee. By the way, we're prescribed Adderall, so shut the fuck up. <laughs> and um, you you pee a lot because like I don't know, it, like sucks all the hydration out. But I also needed water, so I had this very specific spot in my sorority house. The girls who know know where I was sitting. And then in the library, I could only do very specific spots in the library, but then there was parts of the library that are like for socializing. And there's parts of the library that are for working and the working parts were ugly. I can't work in ugly places. Like things have to be pretty for me to like do anything, which is why mm-hmm. I would stick to the house, but then there would be drama. So it was always, it was always a struggle to get the work done. But the elite combo is coffee, Adderall and a bathroom. Mm, coffee, Adderall and a jewel for me, mint mm. jewel. Oh my god, anyway, I love babes. that. Anyway, babes. <laughs> anyway. Oh no, it's also so normal to cry on your birthday. Wait, wait, we gotta talk about it. I cry every year. I we do need to talk about it more because of course you're gonna cry. Like it's so much emotional pressure. You don't need to like think like first of all, you can be grateful for everything you've done, but you can still be like really stressed out that like you're turning another age. It's a it's a, honestly traumatizing. So please, I hope you cried and I hope the cry was cathartic. Yeah. No, you, there's just a lot of expectations for like how you're supposed to feel, how you're supposed to celebrate, how many people messaged you and made you feel loved, maybe you didn't feel love enough. Uh, my birthday's on Christmas. I cry every year because everybody fucking forgets about it. So yeah. I trust my me. My birthday was always fine. on finals. So I always cried because everyone always canceled on me and I thought they all hated me, which could have been true. All right. On to the next one. Hi, Tali and Alexis. My name is Kenzie and I live in Portland, Oregon. And I just want to say um, I love the podcast. You ladies are awesome, and just, like, you guys are just, like, thank you for all the content and stuff that you guys put out. Like, it's just, it's so funny and relatable, and you guys, like, put a whole new spin on the way people talk about everything, basically, from relationships to negativity, blah, 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 blah. Anyways, uh, I'm in a kind of, I'm torn a little bit. So my high school prom is in, like, a few weeks, and I'm not really sure if I want to go or not. Um, and to clarify, I am a junior, so it doesn't really matter if I go or not because I have next year, but I don't know. I feel like part of me doesn't want to go just because I really, I don't have a date. All my friends, they're going in their little groups or whatever, and they're all kind of a bunch of bitches about it. Like they never let, um, like one time I tried to ask if I could hang out with them and, um, they said no. Like they literally just flat out were like, oh, sorry, you know, we're already going in a group. Um, because it's like a whole other story. They're not even really my friends, but like the only people that I really have known for a long time. Um, it's like, that's a whole other story. But, um, so, you know, I don't, I don't really want to see them. And I just, I don't, you know, I'm not, you know, I wouldn't have like a date. Um, and I'm also going to a concert the night before. So I'm going to be tired. So I don't know. I mean, I'm not really sure what I should do. So I was wondering if you guys had some advice. Wow. We love her. Thank you so much for the nice words. And thank you for calling. 
means a lot. I love when you guys call. Thank you. Um, I love her. Kennedy I love her Morgan. too. I feel bad because I've been there in the high school. Like high school friend groups are just fucking so awful. awful. Like awful. I can't even. I think I was probably my most depressed senior year of high school because all my friends had graduated and my best friend had a boyfriend. So I was like a very much. And the other bitches at school were so fucking annoying. So I was just like alone all of that time. And I feel like I get it where you like don't know what to do with yourself, especially because you don't want to be around people who are annoying. I don't think she needs to go. Like if she doesn't, if she doesn't think she's going to have fun, then she shouldn't go because she has it to, she can go next year. But I want to know why she would want to go in the first place. I think that she feels like it's an experience that she shouldn't miss out on. It's like a classic American tradition and Mm -hmm. she wants those photos. Maybe her parents are pressuring her. Um, and I get it. Like, I do think that I, did she say it was her junior prom? It's her junior prom. She's, so you're going to get another prom. She's going to get another prom, yeah. My worry is that, you know what, if you're not going to be with people that you like, I, I don't like this, like this quote unquote friend group. Mm-mm, we don't like them. I think that the goal, if you want to go this year, I think that she should go if she wants to get dressed up and do it for herself and go with people that she likes if she can find a couple people Yeah. that want to go. Yeah. But your goal, make this your goal for one year from now, you're going to have a better friend group. Mm. You're going to find better people. And that's who you're going to go with next year. You're going to ditch these people. You're not, they're not going to be the reason that you, they hold you back from senior prom. Your goal from here on out is to get to senior prom and make it the best night of your life. Forget junior prom, go if you want, but whatever. Yeah. You don't have to. You don't have to. But what we're learning here is that you don't feel comfortable in these friend groups. You need to find new friends. And you can. And that's going to be your goal for this year. You need to, maybe you go to this prom and you go find somebody who's sitting, like two girls who are sitting alone. Mm -hmm. Go sit with them. Like you need to find better people and you can and you will. Those are the people you're going with next year. This year, it really is just up to you. It seems Mm -hmm. like you got a busy day going on. Prom isn't that great. It's really not. It's really not. Like like a school-sponsored event is never giving. After prom is fun. Exactly. Taking the photos and getting dressed up with your friends is fun. Or for yourself, just you need to be around people who make you happy. If you're yeah. going with these girls, you're not going to be happy. If you have a great look, that could be reason enough to go. Like yeah, if you, you have a great, great outfit, photo. you want to get your photos, you can go and you can leave after 30 minutes. Right. Like if you just like don't aren't feeling it. You it's know? just not a big deal at all. It's not a big deal. We are two girls who've been to our proms and it, they weren't that great. We don't remember them. But you... Just like, don't put so much pressure on it. Like, it's just go in, have a snack, have a couple free drinks, like free punch, whatever. Whatever they do. Yeah, it's really not that Did you go to a junior and senior room? My school was like 42 people, period. So like, yeah, I went to to both, but my junior prom was the best I've ever looked in my life. Really? I feel like I never looked good at prom because I always would put off buying my dress and get it the day before and I never looked good. I used Rent the Runway. I've been a Rent the Runway stan since age 16. Period. Damn. We love them. We had a junior senior prom too. Mm-hmm. But I went freshman, sophomore, junior, senior. Imagine being that hot. I had big titties from a young age. Baby. Oh, she made it. <laughs> no, I went. The guys you who were asking you to your, prom. You should review you, your outfits on TikTok. I should. Mm-hmm. I look terrible every single year. But the guys who are taking you to prom when you're a freshman and they're seniors, those are not good people. I wonder where they are now. I would love to I know. I wonder where, how long I've had this thing for older guys. <laughs> 
Well, they might have started it right there at Crossroads. I don't Senior think I was Rome. into either of them, the guys that took me freshman, sophomore. I wasn't. They were just well, kind of like, you didn't really have a formulated brain either. I did. I looked okay sophomore year. Um, but yeah, I went with this guy, Noah. It was sweet. Good for him. I, I had a good time. It's just kind of like. Prom's never, never that deep. It's, it's really for the deep. picture. It's for your parents. And it's not fun because it's school sponsored and there's no right. alcohol. It's literally an excuse for you to like go to dry bar. Yeah. <laughs> get a blowout. Go get a blowout. Why don't you get a blowout, but not go to prom and then go <laughs> bowling or something? I like that. Just use it as an excuse like to like that. look cute. Also have fun at your concert, queen. Yeah, Enjoy I wonder that. what concert she's going to. Me too. All right. Don't forget, if you want to leave us a message, either for advice, to respond to something, give us a roasted or toasted, you can call us at 212-287-5244, baby. These girlies are so cute. So cute. Like, I love them. They just made my day. I love them. They're so cute. I love them. All right. Rosa Toset, number one. Well, okay. I have to give context. Okay. All right. I got finally let back on Raya this week. Oh my. Why were you not <laughs> on it before? They kicked me off. Okay. What? Here's what happened. I applied with my phone. I applied when I was a sophomore in college because I was an idiot. Raya, I just wanted Raya to see if for, I could get Raya out. for reference is like a celebrity. Like a celebrity dating app, but now it's not even celebrities. It's like. Because you bitches wouldn't stay quiet about who you were fucking. Right. It's like so, people who were like on The Bachelor mm. and like, you know, Instagram models, whatever. But, um, okay, so I applied to this app when I was in college, just like for like an idiot for fun. Obviously, I didn't get in. I said my location was Berkeley, California. Put in my Instagram account that had no followers. They check your Instagram. That's how you get in. And you apply with your phone number. Is that why the girls are so intense about their Instagram, even though they have like 900 followers these days? I don't know. I wonder. You have to have a certain following or you have to be like a certain hotness level. <laughs> I didn't know that hotness was I a part know. of it. I, I thought know. it was yeah, you just gotta like, be hot. But not oh. I, a lot of the men on it are not the hot that I like them to be. They're not. They're very like model hot, chiseled cheekbones hot. It really kind of creeps me out. Anyway, any um, guy who like I'm curates his Instagram and puts a lot of time into that is not my type. So this app is really not for me. And I might get kicked off just for talking about it, but whatever. So I apply to the app. Um, I don't get in because I, whatever. So, okay. So I'm on the wait list for like four years. Then I start to develop this following and it, I become worthy of being on the app. Like I'm actually okay. a solid applicant, uh, but I still can't get in because you can't apply more than once and I'm still on the wait list. What? So, and it's still under an old Instagram name that no longer exists for me. Humiliating. So I contact somebody who might have a connect at Raya who like pushes my app forward and I get in. But then they take me off because I'm on it for like literally an hour. And I think they took me off because you're not supposed to like have an insider get you in. Okay. So then I was. Seems like a lot of rules. Right. A lot of pictures of people. Exactly. But then I applied with my friend's phone number and my real Instagram account and got in. Okay, good. So she texts me now. When she when I when log you get in, a match, she has to like send oh, me my she has to give you the code. code. <laughs> but it is my account; it's my Instagram. Yeah. I just had to, in order to reapply, I had to use a different phone number. Um, but so I got on immediately. Toast it, Raya. Dude, like roast hardcore. Yeah, it's so dumb. It, there's no one good on it. Everyone mm. just—it's like people just flexing in front of their Range Rover, like whatever. People feel think like that's they're a very so 2014 hot. Activity. It's very much just like money, money, money. I'm an Instagram model. 
I funded this restaurant. I backed this restaurant. Mm -hmm. I backed this startup. And like, that's who's on it. It's not cute. I have a friend who like was on the wait list for like an, a year or something. Really? And she was like sick. And when she finally got it, it was like a whole bit. I don't remember why it was funny though. It's not, no one on it is interesting or cool. I hear that dating apps, I've never been on the apps. I've met more guys through TikTok, like famous guys through TikTok than I have on Raya. Yeah. Or on like sense. Twitter and stuff. I think like, it doesn't matter your following. If you're a bad bitch, the men will find you. Trust That's me. Tr trust me. Trust me. The There's DMs, also, you can DMs see the going. girls on Raya, which I don't like. I can see my competition. You can see the competition? Yeah, you can see the girls. No. It's so fucked up. <laughs> Put that away. Put it's that so away. It's so unfair. Also, I can see... If I see a guy who's cute, I can go and look at mutuals and I can see who else of my friends, my female friends have matched with him. What? Mm -hmm. That just seems stupid. And I don't I want saw, that transparency. Exactly. I should be the only person in his life. Exactly. And I saw my friend Katie was like a mutual with this guy that I thought was cute. And I'm like, Katie's so hot. Fuck no. me. I can never compete with Katie. No. It was so annoying. But I, yeah, this app sucks. Honestly, there's no one exciting on it. It's so whatever. I really don't know how you girls do it. I don't like finding guys on dating apps. I saw you said that in your Q&A yesterday, and I think that that's very smart to say. And we, we had our caller also last week who was like, who got, you know, fucked over by the apps. Like, it's very difficult. You need to meet guys in person. I don't know why people think this is like a dying art. It's not. It's very much so possible. Mm -hmm. In fact, because less people are doing it, it's easier to do. People are more impressed with a girl who will meet you in person. Mm. You got to go up to men. Ask your friends to set you up. I was at a party. I told my friend, hey, that guy's cute. And then a couple of weeks later, I had a date with him. She just introduced me. Like, I think setting people up, I personally love to set people love. up, personally. In the Jewish culture, it's a mitzvah to set people up. You're like mitzvah. supposed to have a long and prosperous life or something. A mitzvah, it's like a great, good deed, a blessing. It's like a very- So why is it what, bat, bat, bat mitzvah? So that's like a great blessing when you're becoming a woman. It's like a good, I don't know what it has to do in the context of bat mitzvah, but a mitzvah is a very good deed. I have three Jewish words I know. So that was, or Hebrew words that I know. So I was just trying to put context. Kind of okay. Of them. I, I have to understand what it means, bat mitzvah. I believe it's like a deed for God. Oh, okay. I don't know. I need to see. Shout out to God. But mitzvah is like a really high good deed. Okay, that you okay, can okay do. cool. And it's a great so when you set, to someone, set up. someone up and a couple. And if they get married, it's like you're like I hear, oh. I hear you're like going to heaven. Yeah. If you like set that. people up who get yeah, married. Yeah, but there's like no heaven in Judaism, so I don't know. But it's a thing. I didn't forgot about that there's no heaven. There's no hell either, right? Yeah. Wow, I would love to live free of those constraints that have been put on my life ever since really? childhood. Do you feel like you have those constraints? Oh, I have a lot of like Christian guilt. Really? Oh my god, yeah, because it's like if you do my Grandma literally told my mom when she was growing up that she was going to hell if she wore tampons. That's the situation I'm coming from, babe. Shut up. Of course, she was 16 and pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't work. It doesn't work, ladies. Oh, yeah. my God. Pure chaos. No. So I would, yeah. because My mom like, had to force me to put in a tampon. <laughs> I really don't like tampons, personally. It took me forever to figure them out. I really don't like them. Period panties are where it's at. Oh, I'm, I don't trust them. I hadn't. I didn't trust them. And then I got sent some, tried it out. I'm shocked. Like, I was There's shocked. no way. I was shocked. I did it at night. I did the boy short. I also don't have something super heavy right now because I have the arm implant, which, by the way, has also made me bleed for, like, two years straight. So, really? fuck that shit. But, um, yeah, like, it wasn't a super heavy flow at all, but it was much easier to, like, 
deal with and clean up and is so much more comfortable, so much better. Can you believe it? But the one thing I can't try is a diva cup. That shit scares me. I was just going to say, I'm willing to try the diva cup. I'm not. No. Why? Because it's the act of putting things in that like makes me unwell. You don't want to put a cup in your vagina? Mm, no. Apparently it works way better than I that. hear it works way better, but I don't, I don't want to put anything in. Like, I feel like I get a lot of clotting. Really? So I like when it comes out, like when I get the clotting, I want the clots to come out. I don't want them to be inside. <laughs> you know? <laughs> anyway. <laughs> dating apps no the best dating app on earth is instagram slash twitter period you need to and especially if you're trying to meet guys who like i said before in this episode you want guys who are like you're impressed by guys that you can like are sort of aspirational to you i only date guys who i find to be like better than me so that i can level up to them and then leave them when i'm better than them so you need to go and look look for like famous guys look for like really rich guys look for guys who are in your area of work who you look up to and dm them on instagram mm. i trust me if you're a woman you can if you're fuck a woman them. and you follow a man on instagram like that's, follow you back. Shoot, it, that's the equivalent of like winking or like making eye contact with someone at the club they will fuck you like they, they will just talk to them you're it's not hard fine. don't be scared but yeah uh, if you're thinking of joining raya i'll be here to say don't and i'll keep talking about who's on raya and what raya is all about until they kick me off there's nobody impressive on Raya. Um, but oh my God, my celebrity man's unghosted me today. You have, yeah, your celebrity unghosted you. Wow, there's so much to talk about here. Finally. How long has it been? He hasn't talked to me since late January. When you moved here? No, I moved, oh, no, you moved in December. Ooh. Well, what was the, how did he, how did he break the ghost without seeming like a weirdo? He responded to a message I sent. No! In January. And was like, ha ha ha, no way, or something like that. It's fucking April, bitch. Like, what the what? fuck? <laughs> he thinks he's allowed because he he's, he's famous allowed and he's whatever. Uh, no, you're not. You're lame. That's so lame. <laughs> this is the first time, by the way, you won't go back and find any evidence of me talking about it. This is the first time I've ever talked about this man. But you, you will you never also, figure out who he is. You will never figure out who he is. Sorry, guys. Sorry. <laughs> anyway i think that's it for today we've gone through so much truly it was a blessing yeah this was fun um if you have any medical advice for me <laughs> please send it otherwise just follow me on instagram let's i really hope your medical woes are done by this time next week me freaking too don't forget to send us emails send us voicemails and follow us on everywhere on social media obviously i'm at Alexis Barber. At Talia Lickstein on Twitter. And also, if you're going to DM me, please follow me. I got a few yeah. DMs from some listeners this week. And I don't answer. my I answer them like once a week. But if you don't follow me and you're asking me for things, why would I give it to you? That's fucked it's up. just a question. It's just a question I have for you. So not to sound like a bitch, but that's it. Anyway, have a good week. Bye. Bad Vibes is a Betches Media production. The podcast is produced and edited by Sean Kilby. Guest booking by Allie Friedlander. Be sure to leave us a voicemail at 212-287-5244 or send your emails to badvibesatbetches.com. Batches.